When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Gardening on C103 with Bandon Co-op Garden Centres in Bandon, Kinsale and Enniskeen. For top quality plants, advice and value, think Bandon Co-op Garden Centres. C103. As we say, good afternoon as usual on a Wednesday to the Irish gardener, Peter Doddall. Afternoon to you, Peter. John Paul, how are you? I'm fine. How are you keeping? Very good, very good. Enjoying no. the sunshine at last. It is. It's, it's turning out what was a very wet and uh, rainy morning and windy morning. It's now beautiful. That's what it is. It's sunny here anyhow where we are, uh, hopefully elsewhere in the county. And before we get into questions, there's a number of questions in, by the way, but very briefly, a texter, Peter, has asked, uh, can you ask your Peter what he thinks of those so-called robot trees uh, which have gone up on Patrick Street? Uh, does he agree with them for what they do or does he think that they're just unsightly and they should plant more real trees? in the city centre I kind of guessed that this would come up today John Paul and <laughs> I meant to do my homework on it because it, 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 believe it or not the first I heard about them was, was on the news this morning or last night and I give as you know a, a lot of talks uh, on media on both social media and on radio stations like yourself etc etc and about the benefits of the green environment and, and I kind of always start off when I'm talking to talk about you know the benefits are the the importance of trees and and our green environment in giving us fresh air to breathe right and i often kind of say tongue in cheek or up to now it was tongue in cheek kind of jokingly i always said you know i can imagine if a tech company could dream up something to to suck pollutants out of the air and to suck co2 out of the air and to store it and to give us all fresh oxygen they'd probably charge thousands i would used to say this joking uh, but we already have them we ha- they're called trees and we just need to put a value on them and to protect them and to plant more of them and now i see cork city council doing this i'm i'm slow to criticize until i know what i'm what they are exactly what they are but it, it certainly seems to me to be I, I don't I don't know what to say. Like, well, they're covered I mean, they're in a mixture of moss uh, cultures and it's said that they do filter out pollutants in the air. Uh, but as you say, trees do so, similar. So, so do trees. So do trees. And yes, I mean, I've heard a lot of the comments on your station and others that, you know, you buy a lot of trees for that kind of money, you would. Hmm. Um, per, I don't know what their reasoning behind it was. I mean, they're struggling in Cork City Council to see the importance of street trees. They knock down, seem to knock down a lot of them. Um, like... I don't know. I, I, I'm very slow to criticise because I don't know the full facts, but it seems to me that they should be putting... I mean, yes, they might they might give uh, a bit of, of clean air. I presume they're solar-powered. It's not fossil fuels powering them. I presume that. Uh, and I also 
would need to see like will they sustain you know up to three thousand species which trees will of of insects it's not all about clean air it's about creating mm. little ecosystems and trees do more than just give clean air they 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 reduce temperatures in uh, urban climates you know they, they'll give us cooler cities they'll shade they also make the city a much more beautiful place to be in thus improve uh, increasing real estate value etc etc if you want to look at it in pounds and pence uh, i would have been mu- much more enthusiastic about planting trees than these but as I say I don't know all the full facts Well as somebody said to us earlier on social media they could become a nice climbing facility for when students return to schools on the uh, Thursday or students return to college even on the Thursday nights out and the weekends when everybody's back out and more clubs open and stuff later so hopefully they won't become climbing uh, facilities for people stay, at 2am in the stay, morning Stay on off them now John Paul <laughs> I won't stay be on them don't worry You've got some hoppy who fell off they want the Patrick Street anyhow let's get on to questions yeah. that are into us Gary is in McCroom and he wants to know ask Peter how can you get rid of ferns on a ditch permanently well I wouldn't try to get rid of ferns on a ditch permanently again going back to what we're just talking about the importance of, of the, the green environment and, and the, the greater landscape the, the, I, I would be inclined to leave them however if you really want to get rid of them it's just I'm afraid there's no magic wand uh, it's get out there with a shovel dig them you'll, you'll definitely find people who are who would be glad to get them so don't necessarily throw them out uh, if it's your own ditch if it's if it's a, a wild area a public area it's illegal to remove anything from the ditch but if it's your own area first in the first and foremost I'd be slow to do it learn to love them uh, but if you do want to, to get rid of them it really is get in there with a hand trowel or a shovel and just take them out by hand I wouldn't uh, under any circumstances condone the use of any kind of a weed killer in a ditch because there's too much else going on in terms of biodiversity uh, so it really is I'm afraid if you, you need to remove them get in there and get them up by hand and Mary's in Kilbethany she wants to ask you Peter she has what she thinks anyway is called an angel's wing shrub or it could be called lamb's ear but the snails are destroying it has Peter a remedy for this she is using slug pellets but they're only uh, part successful yeah they, well I've said several times on on this program, JP, about be careful which slug pellets you use. First of all, a lot of them contain methaldehyde, so try and make sure you're not using them because they are toxic to the slugs and snails, but also to everything else, including the predators for slugs and snails, birds and hedgehogs. So be careful if you're using a slug pellet first. It's fine to use them, just make sure you're using the right one. So keep an eye out for one that contains ferric phosphate. That's iron phosphate and not methaldehyde. They're much safer. But with any of them, they're not. They may not be that successful because. If you create a barrier around the, the, the plant in the first instance, I'm always talking about this natural balance in the garden, JP. And what that means is by maintaining uh, you know, a good diversity of species in your garden, both plant and wildlife, uh, you prevent the unnatural buildup of one. So in other words, if you use a slug pellet to kill off the slugs and snails, you'll kill them. But if it's the wrong slug pellet, you may also kill off the, the birds and hedgehogs. And the slug population will increase far quicker than that of the, the birds and hedgehogs. So if you can kind of work with nature and use a barrier, your product there's a sheep's wool product called slug gone uh, which it just creates a barrier you put it down like a mulch around your lamb's ear or any plant uh, and the slugs and snails can't climb over they can't get to your plant so they won't eat it it doesn't take any time to work like a slug pellet might they just can't get over it so that they i'd be far more inclined to use barrier products because what you're also number one you're keeping your plants very safe as the barrier breaks down it becomes a good soil additive but also what you're doing then is you're ensuring a healthy supply of food for hedgehogs and birds so uh, it's again working with nature and keeping the circle going but i would use a barrier product such as one of those those wool wool pellets like slug gone 
Okay, Jean is in Bandon. She says, Hi, Peter. Have you any solution, please, for vinca plants? I'm getting black stems yeah. and they are dying. Any advice? Okay, well, I'm laughing because, uh, in fact, I just wrote a piece for this week's examiner about removing vinca from an area of my own garden where, where it has taken over because it can become quite invasive, if, uh, which is fine if you have it in an area where you want it to take over, but I don't, so I'm removing it. Um, but yes, I've seen that black stem on a vinca and it, it's a fungal rot that affects it. So the, the good news is it's quite treatable. It's, it, it, will, it will recover. But you do need to give it a severe haircut. You really have to cut it back very, very hard. So... What you want to do is, it's quite simple, get out there with a secateurs or a scissors, JP, and remove those black stems, but don't just remove them where the black meets the green. If, if For anybody who doesn't kind of know what I'm talking about, the, the vinca is, they have these long kind of tendrily stems, uh, a very good ground cover, as I say, but, but quite invasive, so be careful. Lovely over the side of a raised bed or something like that. They look lovely, full of lovely kind of mauvey blue flowers. But the, those tendril stems, sometimes they get some of this black dye back where the leaves die off and the stem goes black. And it starts from the tip and works its way backwards. So half the stem might be green, but then the top half might be black. But you really need to remove the majority of that stem. So, I mean, what I would actually say and what I would do here is grab the vinca, try and find the base of the plant uh, and grab it by the scruff of the neck, if you can imagine, where you're putting all the stems together. Uh, they're like, I suppose the best way to describe it, JP, if you're not familiar with the plant, is they'll be like shoelaces coming out of one central point, right? So you grab all the shoelaces together, all the stems together, and I would cut them all back as opposed to just a few of them. And I would cut them back to within six inches of the base of the plant. Now, the caller might be listening and being nervous about doing this. Don't be, because what you're doing there is you're removing all the infection from the plant, right? And then you're allowing the plant to regenerate all on its own. It should... If you do just that, it should come back on its own. If you want to be doubly sure, you could drench it with some copper sulfate mixed with water, which is a broad-spectrum fungicide. Um, and then I would feed it. Feed it with a good quality seaweed feed, such as the Nature Safe liquid seaweed, uh, and that will really drive it on. But even if you don't do the copper sulfate and feed it, it'll probably come right on its own if you remove the infection. OK, hopefully that does help Jean there in Bandon. Tess is in Dungourney. She wants to know, what's the best thing to kill a stump of a holly tree? She cut it down six weeks ago. She poured weed killer on it, but she thinks it's still not dead. Well, I'm not, as you know, I'm not, I'm not a proponent of using weed killer in the first instance, I'm afraid. They're just too dangerous. They're too damaging. Uh, and, like, if ever the world needs us to stop using weed killers and to pay more attention to... to, to, to the great outdoors it's now i mean this un report and and like the, the the world is on fire we need to stop pouring weed killers on 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 things and we need to to look at other ways to 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 remove plants if we want to and if it's a holly stump so you've now poured a whole pile of weed killer which is going to damage wildlife um and it may not kill the holly so if you want to remove the holly i'm afraid the only way to do it is get out there with you know if a pickaxe and a spade isn't going to do it if, if you have access maybe you could get a mini digger in to get the stump out or you could also get on to a local tree surgeon who have uh stump grinders which is where it, it's it's it kind of sits on top a machine that sits on top of the stump and it just grinds away at it and turns it into soil they, they, they are the most effective ways of getting rid of it immediately because even with the weed killer, if you did kill it, um, you're still physically left with the stump. It's still going to be there. So it, it, it's just a dead stump instead of a living stump. Um, so I would really, really would encourage everybody to hold off on this overuse of weed killers uh, and if, if either go in with a stump grinder or go in with a, a small machine to lift it out that way. 
Okay, and uh, Mike and Bantry, you were on about the slugs will ago. He said he used this uh, powder slug killer mixture with water. He found it good. So that's some advice for I wonder what that is. He doesn't, I wonder I wonder if there's even a name for if he's still listening if he'd come back with a name for it I'd be interested because I don't know that one so I'd be interested to see it Yeah if Mike if you have a name if you can text it back in on that powder you, you, you mentioned there and also Anna agreeing with you how cruel it would be to remove ferns from the ditch for Gary in McCroom Anna a fan of the ferns and you mentioned there about weed killer well Tom in North Cork he has put a weed killer product on apple trees by mistake he thought he was pouring something else on and realised afterwards uh, what it was he wants to know will they survive they are three years old he didn't say what weed killer it was. Gramoxone. Oh, Gramoxone. Well, Gramoxone is a particularly nasty one for humans. It's it's paraquat. It's a, I didn't even realise it was still available. But anyway, it's, it's very, very deadly. But it's a, it, the good news is, if you like, it's a contact-acting herbicide. So what that means is it will kill anything it comes in contact with. Uh, in other words, leaves, stems, etc. But it's not like glyphosate, which is the one in most weed killers, such as Roundup, etc., which is a systemic weed killer. In other words, if it was Roundup, it's taken in by the leaves and then it's translocated to all the different parts of the plant to kill it. Uh, Gramoxone doesn't work like that. It'll just very quickly, like in 24 hours, you'll see the leaves and the stems of the apples die off, but the root system will still be okay. So it's kind of time will tell. Certainly any apples that are on the plant this year, do not eat them because that paraquat is lethal. Um, so don't eat them. Uh, hope for the best. But I would say you should be safe enough. I would think you're going to be okay. But it, it really is a question of time will tell. Water them very, very well to counteract the damage. Now, nature has done, done that a bit in the last couple of weeks. So, uh, But do pay attention to water. Don't be in a rush to feed them, actually. It's more water to, to really get water going through the plant. And Mary's in Drimmel League. She has white butterflies that have destroyed her cabbage. Now she's wondering, is there something organic that she can use to deter the white butterflies? There is. You could do use one of two things, John Paul. You could go and make a garlic wash, right? Which is where, again, just, just Google it actually because there's several different recipes for it. But Google a garlic wash uh, in the garden and that'll come up. But basically what you're doing is you're pulping a few cloves of garlic uh, and then mixing it with boiling water. It, go, it goes back to the days of companion planting where you plant garlic near other plants because it would repel things like aphids and cabbage, cabbage, butter, cabbage whitefly and things like that. Um, sorry, the cabbage fly and the cabbage butterfly. Um, but what you're doing is you're taking it a step further by pulping the garlic, mixing it with boiling water, leaving it sit for a while and then diluting it, as I say, Google it for the correct rates uh, and then drenching that your, your cabbage plants with that. What it does is... It, it repels these insects from the plants without harming the cabbage at all but and without harming any insect but it will repel them from eating it another thing you could use grazers do a product now this is a, a kind of ready to ready to go product it's not one you're doing yourself um uh, it, grazers use a form of calcium in their products and so you're also feeding the plants right but what the calcium does depending on the formulation and the strength of the calcium they repel different pests and i know grazers do one for the that that butterfly um a quick search online it's for aphids caterpillars and the cabbage white so that's a very good one you just spray it on it's ready to go you mix it spray it on the plant and it's very very effective now it does take more than one application but if you persist with it over a couple of weeks it's very very um, effective Okay hopefully that helps Mary there in League and that's it Peter for this week are you still doing talks online or are you physically able to get out to any place at the moment or is it still mainly online? 
taking a summer break at the moment. Oh, from, are you? From, oh, from all all okay. that. Well, no, not not quite at the moment, <laughs> but just from the from the online stuff because we're getting ready, of course, because all the spring bulbs will be coming in over the next few weeks. True. So we're we'll be busy getting them out over the next few weeks. But we'll be back online doing the Ask the Gardener on Fridays, um, hopefully sometime during September. Very good. Well, best of luck with that. Enjoy the online summer break, so Peter, and we'll chat to you uh, next Wednesday. Thanks, Chapa. Take care. That is Peter Doddall there, the Irish Gardener. You can find him on theirishgardener.com or indeed, if you just search the Irish Gardener on Facebook or on Instagram, if you missed something Peter has said with us today, you can listen back on the podcast section of c103.ie. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.